Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. When you visit, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can become a sustaining member. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and Wire gear, and activity days with prizes. That's 100wattsandawire.com. Heard it, worked it, logged it. It is time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. Visit icomamerica.com amateur and make the most out of contest season. And LDG. LDG leads the industry in customer service. Every LDG product comes with a two-year parts and labor warranty, and it's fully transferable. If you ever sell or give away your LDG tuner, the remainder of the warranty goes with it. For more information, visit ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello, friends. It's Christian, Kilo Zero, Sierra Tango Hotel. I want to redeem myself and do a uh, walk and talk, a proper walk and talk. We got three quarters of a show done last week, and I end up knocking the microphone out of uh, my cell phone, which is how I'm recording the walk and talks. So really, you got a really muffled, almost compressed sounding conclusion to last week's show. My apologies. Uh, for that, but I'm back out now. I'm going to make my way to the old wooden shed in the woods, but uh, it dawns on me now that the weather is breaking a little bit. I need to go out and check on this long wire, this 160, just to make sure everything's uh, okay. So I've got a radio on my hip. You may hear that as it's scanning about. And uh, I'll try not to breathe too hard on you, girl. So what's going on with you, man? I I wanted to record the show. It is Labor Day weekend, so uh, naturally I'm recording this a few days uh, before it is released. But speaking of releases, did you guys see the ICOM 705? The 705? Holy moly. I don't want to make radios feel strange about, you know sexy comments and whistles and weird stuff like that but that is a sexy radio holy moly well the two antennas are still up i've got an 80 meters and uh a 160 both kind of close together deeper in the woods here and uh happy to report that both are doing well the 80 meter is a double bazooka that i changed out i think last year um, I like the double bazookas a lot. We haven't talked about antennas in a while on the show. You know, and what I use, people do ask me, but mostly on the air, What you know. And uh, I, I enjoy the double bazookas. I think they're quiet. And, um, you know, I like that MIT was messing around with them. The military played around with them. And there was a time in my life, my uh, actual amateur radio life, where I was all, everything, everything I wanted uh, had to be a double bazooka. I don't know. You go through phases, and I get fickle, and I move things around. A double bazooka on 160? 
Yikes, that's a lot. And uh, I can tell you, I had one. And uh, I played around with it too much. I, I had reported that, you know, the centerpiece of a double bazooka, you know, might be a little delicate when it comes to hanging these out in the woods because, you know, back then I was pulling things through the woods and the, the wood of the tree and oh, branches were getting snagged. And, you know, before you know it, I had ruined it. And um, it's a lot of money to, to go messing around with. So I don't have a double bazooka for 160. I do not have a double bazooka on 160. And also on uh, one of my 20-meter antennas, they're all, you know, they used to be, and then they were all homemade and homebrewed. And then I moved around a bit, and then I got slammed and hammered. And then I had NI4L make me a, a big old fatty for 160. That thing uh, was crushed a couple of times. Uh, one time I had to get him to come out. Well, he didn't come out here, but he had to build a new um, ballon because he had this big jacked-up ballon. And it exploded. Something fell on one of the ends of the 160, and it just... Poof. What the hell are you laughing at? Jerk-off bird. If I could see you, once these leaves fall, I'll see you. Thinks it's funny. Weird son of a bitch. Maybe I've been in the woods too long. I have been doing some black op-type stuff. I'm going to also confess that to you. <clears throat> a few episodes, a couple episodes ago, you, you heard of a break-in, so... Uh, I would say nobody knows the woods quite like I do, at least my own. And that's how it is for you, too, right? You know, know around your house. Uh, so I've been spending a little time out here. And if the leaves fall and I see your face, you laughing at me, bird. But again, maybe I've been out here too long. Anyway, this is a, this is a trip because, you know what, winter is coming, <clears throat> Jon Snow. And uh, we are going to want to play around on 160, so it's probably a good time to come out here and at least check the lines. Uh, and that's what I'm doing. Uh, but being in the woods, I've had a, several incidences with the long wire and the balance. I've rebuilt the 160 ballon, and it's up there. But, you know, I haven't turned 160 on to even listen because, you know, I'm waking up and the sun's already up, and it's usually gone by that point. And I'm not, I'm not really up late uh, to play around with it in the evening time. A lot of noise on this little radio. Hopefully that's not becoming a problem. Be cool to hear somebody talking every now and again. Anyway, these these look fine. I'm making my way out to the old wooden shed and just seeing what sort of work I need to do. A lot of uh, forest floor growth, if you will, this spring and summer. So where I'm clear of a lot of trees where these antennas are, I, I got a lot of lower stuff coming up that I'm going to need to take a take a blade to it I suppose but uh, anyway I, I mentioned a little earlier the ICOM 705 the broadcaster in me does not want to say 705 because O is a letter zero is a number so the 705 or the 705 it is sexy it is uh, 10 watts, so we don't know a ton about it. I'm going to guess that it would probably fall in that $1,000, maybe to $1,500, <clears throat> maybe $1,200-ish range. It's portable QRP. It has a built-in battery pack that uh, will work with the same HT that I have, 
what's the number on this, a 51A? You know I have a slight dyslexia, but uh, the same battery pack from an HT can power that. I believe you only get five watts if you do it that way. If you do like an external, you get the full 10 watts. And I'm a little torn because it's sexy, it's small. I guess it looks like the KX3 or mirrors it, you know, it's, but I gotta say, man, I think, I think, uh, Yesu's in trouble. I think Yesu is in trouble. It looks like ICOM has taken, uh, I, and you know, I communicated, I'm not taking any credit for this, but I, I can tell you that, and I'm not alone in this thinking, that I felt that I had to change an ecosystem, you know, that I like. I like ICOM, I'm going to tell you that. And, I, you know, they are a sponsor, and they're a sponsor because I like them. I use them. You know, I got 7100, I got 7300, I got 7610, my HT. You know, I dig ICOM. I like the landscape. And I was thinking, you know, and I even communicated, it would be really cool if they had something like a 7300. I even said it on a show uh, several episodes ago. Something like a 7300, but a little smaller, more, you know, like that. And here it comes in these Japanese, and nothing to do with me. Absolutely nothing. But I think there was several of me thinking the same thing. I almost had to switch an ecosystem to be portable, like in the woods here, up on the soda. Maybe on an island, because the 7300 is great. I love the radio. But it's a, it's a lot, you know. And people who are up on the... Um, you know, up on the summits, they want really light and small. Well, then, uh, you know, over the weekend in Japan, the 705, 705, I'm going to get used to this. Uh, it drops, and it, it comes with, like, its own backpack, or you could buy that maybe as an accessory, it looks like. And, you know, I'm not really a buyer at this point. I'm, I think it is sexy. It looks great. You know, I would love to try it. Um, but I am really happy to learn that there is something now. And that I don't really have to dip back into the Yesu ecosystem. You know, I, can, I like the one I'm in. And I think they've just... I, the other side of me, guys. I love my Watts. So if you're a true QRP enthusiast, like many of my friends are, this is it. This is a game changer for those guys. Now, I like it. I appreciate it. Um, I don't do it enough to justify maybe the price tag that's going to come with this little radio. It is sexy. It is sexy. And uh, it's something that I would consider for sure myself as a backpacker, a hiker, you know, kind of a, a prepper type, a preparedness type of guy, getting out five watts, you know, using antennas. Uh, this radio could have just kicked Yesu right in the ding-ding and uh, pushed him down. <sighs> no offense to my Yesu brothers and sisters. I just think, I think you feel me, and if you think about it, you know, you know, you know, I'm kind of right here. They've given you something to think about, ICOM, in a portable QRP. You've got a 7300. You can take it out. You can go to 
activate the worldwide flora and fauna stuff. You can go to Islands on the Air. You can get out there and do this stuff with the 7300. If you want to do soda now, you've got an option with an ICOM. You sure do. You know, you travel light packers, backpackers. So, I gotta say, right now I'm feeling pretty good about the, what they just dropped. And I can't wait to learn a little bit more, especially the price point. Um, it, you know, you know, small battery, take it up there 10 watts, and you get up higher now. Like, you know, on a trip to Montana or Colorado or something like that, and you get out there, throw this thing up there and see what you can do. QRP lovers it could be a game changer i look forward to seeing how things go all right well we're almost there we'll be there in just a little bit i guess i'll take a pause here because that's a good start and i want to talk about racking a little bit because uh, before i had a topic uh, written down that i wanted to talk to you about kind of to to rack or not to rack your gear and i go back and forth and we'll talk about that next the kilo station again again Again, Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel, your 5-9. Right. Brothers and sisters of the Hamily, make the most out of contest season with one of these ICOM radios. How about the IC7610? The SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an STR transceiver. Dual DigiSelect, RF direct sampling system, an independent dual receiver. And let's not forget the IC7300. Changing the way entry-level HF is designed. Visit icomamerica.com amateur to learn more about all ICOM radios. And ABR Industries. Struggling to find the right coax for your equipment? ABR Industries can help you find the right solution that won't break your piggy bank. We offer professionally terminated assemblies using high-quality PL259, N-Type, SMA, BNC, and many other connectors. Custom lengths and specialized labeling is available too. All products are individually tested and most orders ship within one to two days. For more information, visit abrind.com or call 713-492-2722. QRO to the people. This is 100 watts and a wire. Okay, we're back at it, friends. Uh, making a move toward the garden area. And we are heading into September. And the weather's still warm here. I do have a sweatshirt on and boots as I'm walking through the woods and that kind of deal. But out here in the garden, full sun, um, it's heating up. But we're going to be closing some beds down this weekend, covering them up, getting them ready for uh, the winter. Um, I don't have enough time. I don't have 90 days to get most stuff up. It's been a little bit of different of a gardening uh, summer this year uh, with Mama studying and um, so we've done the things that we'll eat. We've got some flowers, we've got some tomatoes and cucumbers and uh, that sort of thing, beans. Uh, but next year we'll be attacking it more, more variety and uh, just more next year. This really is the intersection of life and amateur radio. So I do uh, quite a bit of gardening 
and have for probably 16, 17 years. Uh, just love it. Raising your own food is a great thing. Uh, knowing how to grow is great and, and nothing quite tastes as good as something that's homegrown or even a local farmer. Speaking of this week, yeah, I, you know, in the last break, I want to I want to get to Don who uh, approached me. Don has a farm also uh, that he's caring for, and you don't want to mistake gardening, even on a pretty good size scale, with farming. It's two different things. I listen to the American Family Farmers and believe in them, and uh, I trust what they say when differences are happening in the soil. Uh, more so than hearing uh, all the stuff that's coming from your television and your your politicians and that sort of thing about uh, the things affecting the climate. I talk to the people who have their hands and make their money growing things in the dirt. That said, Don is an amateur radio operator. Uh, I've yet to visit his farm, but uh, I don't rule it out because he is a ham after all and that food would be fresh. But he approached me and said, See, child, look, man, I... Uh, I've been trying to put together like an acoustic panel system, a do-it-yourself type of system. Are you interested in learning about that and the process I take? And I said, sure, man, send me some audio. So we're going to do that today. Uh, he and his buddy got together and they built these things. And so we're going to follow along. We'll do that here in just a little bit. I did want to talk briefly about the 7300 and racking things up portable. I love the racks, man. There are some great uh, rack options out there. SNS Engineering uh, is, man, they make some beautiful, beautiful stuff. Look them up. S-N-S. The letters S-N-S Engineering. And you'll see what I'm talking about. It's not cheap. But again, it's not cheap. And I love to rack my stuff. In my shack, I've got things racked. I put them in old racks. I just love the look of it. It's neat. Keep all the cables in the back. Uh, but this company is making some beautiful things for specific radios, and that's how I hooked up with uh, a rack for my 7300. And, you know, I took it out on vacation, and I'm thinking, you know, this is great for emergency communications to have your stuff in a rack. It's not ideal for going up on a mountain or a hike, you know, so I'm, I've done this constant flip. Flop. I am a bit fickle with my gear and how I set things up and I make lots of changes and all this to antennas and radios and the way I present and carry my stuff. And right now I'm back to um, carrying it in a much smaller footprint. It's nutty. It's just nutty. So I put the, uh, the iPortable. Is it iPortable? No, it's uh, Portable Zero. Portable Zero makes a cool side rail protector for your radios. Yesu, Icom, others you could poke around on their website. I use them. I like them. They're not a sponsor, but I like them. Uh, Portable Zero. And I put those on the 7300 and uh, and I'm going to carry it out that way. I have unracked my 7300. However, I'm going to use the SNS engineering rack for the 9700 in the shack. Just fickle, y'all. I'm just fickle. All right, let's learn about acoustics. So many people talk to me about audio, and after last week's show, probably they won't do it as much. And uh, hopefully we have redeemed ourselves this week here walking. Um, 
but you know there are lots of different things that you can do lots of different microphones uh, microphones are different for each voice each room each space is different and uh, each radio depending on the bandwidth you can do a flex radio may give you a really wide you know option in terms of your your sound the older radios just give you what you get and it's usually smaller and a big old microphone isn't really going to help you uh, when you can only do so much through the radio anyway he wanted to cut down on some of the noise in his shack and he's uh, provided us a bit of audio and sharing his journey on that so uh, let's go visit uh, with Don after this made in America shared worldwide this is 100 watts and a wire LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed station, portable and remote. Matching your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast proprietary tuning algorithms. Our generic desktop tuners work automatically with nearly any radio, while our brand-specific tuners are customized to popular models. LDG's Zero Power Tuners are ideal for portable or mobile use as they consume almost no power at all in their standby state. Some can be powered by internal batteries that last for months of normal use. Our weatherproof remote tuners install at the antenna feed point, greatly reducing SWR losses in the coax. LDG tuners are backed by our two-year fully transferable warranty and our legendary customer service the best in the industry. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. Good morning, Christian. This is Don, Whiskey 4 Delta, Whiskey Delta. I headed over to a friend's house to work on a project that I thought you might like to hear about. We're gonna be making some acoustic treatment panels to improve the quality of sound in our ham shacks. When I get over to my friend's house, I'll pick back up and let you know how it goes. Okay, Gaither, it's good to be here. Why don't you tell these people who you are and what your call sign is? <laughs> okay, uh, name is Gaither, Whiskey 4, Golf, Charlie, Foxtrot, W4GCF. I'm also an extra class. And why were you involved in this? <laughs> well, the short answer is you asked me to, and I'm glad, <laughs> glad, glad, glad to help. Gaither's a friend of mine that I met from a previous job, and we accidentally discovered that we have about 47 <laughs> things in common with each other. And so we got together on this project, and the basic project is trying to make recording space or audio ham shack space sound better on a budget. Neither one of us has the kind of budget to go out and buy top dollar microphones and equipment. So instead, we're spending time and just a little bit of money building some very low cost sound absorption panels so that we can make the mediocre equipment that we can afford sound better. I did the math and if I were to try to do with purchased product, the amount of sound treatment that we're gonna accomplish with the panels that we're building, in my ham shack, that would cost me $1,000 or more. Oh, easy. And, and it's gonna cost us less than a third of that. Now, when we get done, we're gonna be able to do a, comp a before and after comparison. Uh, right now, we're not recording in a very clean space. We're out of here, we're, we're in bare we're two by workshop. four. Yeah, we're in a workshop with bare two by four walls and, and no sound treatment whatsoever. But by the end of this, uh, we're gonna do a test recording in one of our spaces with sound treatment and we're gonna have a comparison. Now, when we do that comparison, you've got a pretty good ear for this, and there's a reason for that. 
Well, uh, you know. what's your back? What's, what's your background? <laughs> well, I have a background in audiovisuals, uh, primarily in sound. I started in, the, believe it or not, in the fifth grade when I was 11 years old. Uh, I had a teacher who apparently got tired of me being squirmy during presentations, <laughs> and so she put me in charge, and I've been doing it now for over five decades. And you've done it in several professional contexts. I, I, and by it, I mean sound engineering, sound management, audio I, management. Yeah. Exactly. I've, I've, I've been a roadie for bands, uh, both acoustic and, and electric bands, uh, spent some time in radio, spent well, over a decade doing uh, video, TV work, done some volunteer work. So in, in my ham shack, it's a very small space. It's smaller than 10 by 10. Mm -hmm. And it's just four flat walls, which means it's a horrible echo chamber. And as will be obvious from the test pre-recording mm -hmm. that, that we do in this project, there's a loud echo. It's a, it's a really kind of a tinny sound that I can hear when I record something in that space. So I know the same thing's true on my on my radio when I'm trying to talk on the air. I know I'm pr putting out that same poor quality of audio and I want that better and the solution is not a more expensive microphone or radio. The solution is common sense sound treatment in the ham shack. So how are we putting these things together? Well, First of all, I think you ought to admit that this this was your idea, and you said go to YouTube. That, well, it's not my idea, but yeah, we'll give credit. Well, you're, um, the, you're the one who introduced it. Exactly. Me. Yeah, I found a guy on YouTube, uh, and he's got a great design for simple one by two strips of wood, and he did tone tests and measured tests yes. on these yes. sound panels. Never would have believed it. No, I wouldn't either. But he, they're the results. Did it live, and and. Um, he found that old towels stitched together and hung in a simple wooden frame can be made to look any way you want them to look and the sound reduction quality is better than commercially purchased foams and other pre-made pro products oh yeah so that's what we're doing we're simple one by two strips of wood uh, putting those together in frames that match the dimensions we need uh, cutting towels to fit stitching those together stapling them inside the frame and then stretching another towel over the top of that to make a clean looking cover and we're off to the races yeah we're putting inside of the the, the one by two we're you know you stick the two inch dimension up and we're putting 10 layers of towels for for those that are fashion conscious we also figured if if you wanted to you can make the size of a pillowcase and slide a pillowcase or a, or make your own cover you could even do something Any, simple like burlap or a sheet exactly. and paint it to match your room. You could pay as little or as much attention as you wanted to to the aesthetics on yes. these. But the functional quality of deadening echo and deadening reverb is just unparalleled. Well, let's get to work. Okay. All right. pieces for your next larger size and then we can start whittling down sizes from the leftovers okay try to minimize the, the waste I've done too many loud things so pardon my earmuffs and the leftovers on that cut are perfect for one of the other oddball pieces we need to make well they're not perfect but they will be 
Okay. <laughs> Hang on, I'm under muff. I got a couple of pieces that got a bit of a warp to them. You want that, the warp on the short side or the long side? I am confident that for this project, it just isn't going to matter. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to put okay. them on the long side. That's fine. Hang on, I'm under muff. You've got the cheat sheet in front of you, I don't. So I'm, right. I'm just measure it, mark it, cut it. And this is gonna be what size? Um, 16 and a half? Correct. And the others will be 20 even. Let me just screw up one. <laughs> We're gonna be within a saw blade wheel. Under buff. You know when you were first describing this to me? Somehow I had a picture of a wall in a ghillie suit. Okay. Oh, I got, I got you. Like hanging the towels all over the wall. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, 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 no. <laughs> a wall in a ghillie suit. And that's pretty much how it went from start to finish. Hang on, I'm under buff. Hang on, under buff. Under buff. Under buff. I don't know. He said it was about the loud stuff, but it got kind of weird, so I didn't ask any questions. I just went on with the project. Christian, my plan called for 16 acoustic treatment panels of varying dimensions. Altogether, they covered just a smidge over 50% of the wall space in my shack. I'm hoping you can already hear the difference in this audio. The panels have all been installed. Here's the same audio phrase to compare to the pre-installation test. This is Don, W4DWD, Whiskey 4, Delta, Whiskey Delta. Let's compare back to back. First, the old one. This is Don, W4DWD, Whiskey 4, Delta, Whiskey Delta. This is Don, W4DWD, Whiskey 4, Delta, Whiskey Delta. Can you hear the difference? Now, this recording is being made on an admittedly good microphone. So let's also listen to the difference between the pre and post installation recordings on a lower quality mic. Before installing the panels, I recorded our same audio phrase on my smartphone with a free recording app. Let's listen back to back like before. This is Don, W4DWD, Whiskey 4, Delta, Whiskey Delta. This is Don, W4DWD, Whiskey 4, Delta, Whiskey Delta. Even with an average microphone, the difference in the audio quality before and after installing the acoustic treatment panels has me a bit more impressed than I expected to be. I think this was worth doing. Let's go back to my conversation with Gaither to sign off. But first, let me give you the information about the YouTube video which inspired this project and was referenced a few times along the way. Search for a video titled, how to make high-performance sound absorption panels for $5. Look for it at the DIY Perks YouTube channel. I don't have any connection to the channel or the maker of the video. I'm just passing along something I found helpful. I do feel like I need to add one thing. The $5 cost per panel mentioned in the title of the video is a bit optimistic in my experience. It really comes down to how much you end up paying for the towels, so if you have a really inexpensive source for towels, you can do this for a really low cost. If you end up having to pay, you know, a couple dollars, two or three dollars per towel, you're going to spend more. So good luck with that. But from my experience, it's very much worth doing. 
Now, let's go back to my conversation with Gaither. I've had a good time this afternoon. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to solve this problem anyway, but if we hadn't solved it together, we might not have got to hang to hang out. I'm utterly pleased with what we've uh, come up with, and I don't think I could have done it or would have enjoyed it as much without your help. So well, you're quite welcome. Thank you. This is W4DWD. W4GCF. 7-3, y'all. Well, there you have it. YouTube can be very, uh, very beneficial for you when you're learning how to do things or you get stuck. You want to try to learn how to do something. Check out YouTube, especially when there's nothing on television. Nothing's on television some nights. And learn uh, how to do it for yourself. That's going to be it for me. Keep the people in Florida in mind and in eyesight if you can help them, the elderly, their pets. Um, this will be released uh, after it hits the shore, but it was recorded before it hit land so we just don't know what we're dealing with quite yet but think about those folks and if you can lend a helping ham please ham a helping ham please do remember don't self-deploy okay there's a process to emergency communications and uh, helping out usually you need to register and uh, carry some fema certifications uh, no matter how you feel about that there still is a process but don't self-deploy uh, use the process. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And if you can, by all means, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts and a Wire community, visit 100wattsandawire.com.